Father, we bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name, Lord. We bless your name. We bless your name. Oh, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, I ask in Jesus' name, you speak to us, cause the next few moments to be for life, for light, and for lift in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory, hallelujah. In Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen, amen. Well, good morning. It's an honor to be in your space, bringing you God's word. I trust that you rested well. What a presence. What an anointing that is that is with us this morning, and we are so grateful to God for it, um, um, for 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 ministry. We must understand that there are things that can be mimicked, but there are some things that are original and their signature. Such is the presence of God. Uh, you can mimic a backdrop. You can mimic. You can mimic uh, a hall. You can copy. You can copy things aesthetically, but you cannot mimic the presence of God. The presence of God is the originality of God upon a ministry, and I tell you that originality is here this morning. I speak by the mercies of God, not because I qualify, but because of the mercy of God, and that mercy is speaking for you this morning. I prophesy to somebody who is struggling. You are struggling with giving birth. You have been married and there have been issues, repeated issues of miscarriages. That condition is cursed right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the next baby that enters is the next delivery. And I command conception to be immediate in the name of that is above every other name. In Jesus' beautiful name. Amen. Now, I, we began to prove from God's word that God wants you well. And that a great proof that God wants you well is that you are the beloved of the Lord. You are the beloved of the Lord. There is something scripture says in Deuteronomy chapter 33 and verse 12. It says, the beloved Benjamin, the beloved of the Lord, shall dwell in safety. I, I am reminded of Psalm 91. The Bible says, There shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling place. All that it takes to end the debate on sickness, disease, its spirituality, and God's willingness to see you healed is to understand that sickness is evil. If you can prove that sickness is evil, then you know why you should refuse it. For those people who erroneously believe that God will use sickness to teach the believer a lesson, I think they must think God to be evil, but not so. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, doing good, meaning what we're about to talk about is a good thing, doing good and healing. Healing is good. 
all that were oppressed of the devil. That means sickness is satanic oppression. Sickness is evil. Sickness is satanic oppression. Jesus Christ healed it. God says his beloved will dwell in safety. It means he will dwell in a place where evil will not befall him. There shall no evil before you. Neither shall any plague come near your dwelling place. Where is the believer dwelling? Where is the beloved dwelling? He is dwelling in safety. God wants you well in that he has made you the beloved. And he has created a safe place for you. In your dwelling place, there is no sickness. Because you are the beloved of God. The day it settles in your heart that you are God's beloved, you have waved bye-bye to evil in the vital sense. I trust that blessed you. I'm sure going to let me there and I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope.